Change up? Yep. <laughs> Change up ground ball to Bella. Bella out. You got tackled, right? I didn't know what to do. So first thing I do is like, well, because I'm watching Bella make the play. Yeah. Well, I'm already turned around. Yeah. Usually the pitcher goes towards the catcher, apparently. And I, I'm already turned that way. And the first person I see is Dez at shortstop. So first person I, is that comes running at me is Dez. And Kaylin comes like tackles me behind me. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, my first dog pile ever. First dog pile ever. It's pretty cool stuff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Catching You. Co-host here, Rusty Ham. In today's episode, you're going to hear Lacey's experience with the World Fast Pitch Championships. This was her first experience with the media. She was being interviewed by people. She was on national TV, on Fox. And it, it, I'm going to include the YouTube uh, link to the game pretty cool stuff but my question to you is all this media exposure good for 12 year olds um you know she got hyped up because she was real good she was you know player of the game Uh, she got interviewed afterwards but i guess you know again is this too much for a 12 year old Uh, so that was that's my question to you you if you watch the video of the game you can hear the parents in the background we were just fired up and the parents had a good time (laughs) and after the tournament the girls had a good time as well but again is it too much for a 12 year old so hope you enjoy the show take care hello and welcome to catching you a dad and daughter softball journey i'm rusty a dad who's been in the dugout and on the sidelines and i'm Lacey, the daughter whose journey through softball has been filled with incredible wins tough losses and so many lessons both on and off the field For the past 16 years, we've navigated the highs and lows of softball together, from the local fields to national tournaments and everything in between. From the challenges of recruitment during COVID to the mental and emotional roller coaster that comes with being a student athlete, we'll be sharing the perspectives of both the parent and athlete and firsthand experience of the impact of sports on mental health and the importance of support from the sidelines. We're diving into the very beginning of our journey by sharing Lacey's childhood stories and what the start of our learning process as a father-daughter team looked like. Whether you're a young athlete dreaming of playing softball, a parent trying to support your child in sports, or just someone who loves a sports story, we believe you'll find something relatable and inspiring in our podcast. So, how do you know if you've given enough to your sport or to your child's passion? Stick around as we explore these questions and more. You might just find out the answers in our journey. Welcome back, everybody. To catching you, uh, I am your co-so, co-host Rusty Ham. With me is my daughter Lacey Ham. Lacey, how are you? I'm good, Dad. How are you? You're not good. You're lying. You are exhausted. I'm good. I'm good. You can be good and exhausted. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you you got back to school. You've been yeah. So two days there for a while. Uh, today is Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday. You practice on a Sunday. I did at 11 to 2. 11 to 2. 11 to 2. And I practiced for about 45 minutes of it. Right. I was going to say, um, you know, we're going to talk about uh, your second year 12. And those Sunday practices were probably much harder than your today's Sunday practice, correct? 
Oh, yeah, like seven hours on the field. Just brutal, honestly. Brutal. It was brutal. Um, yeah, speaking of that, so so we're second year 12s. Um, mm-hmm. We just got ranked. Um, I think we're just we're coming back from Christmas break, and it's go time, right? You're not in high school anymore, so there's no dark. You don't go dark because you're, you're, you're in middle school, right? So it's go time. It's we're going to win a national championship or that's, and we, you guys are preparing. So we didn't play probably as many tournaments as we did in the past. Much friendlies. I feel like. Yeah. Get live experience, but tournaments we weren't really big on. Yeah. And in fact, I think one of the bigger tournaments before we started the, the major ones in the summer, I think it was a mother's day tournament. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember that we came in second and Chris didn't take that very well. We don't take second place. Not here. Nope. Uh, and on our next episode, when we get into PGF, uh, we'll talk about what we did with the trophy, but, um, so we're knee deep in practices, these six and seven hour practices. And those of you that are listening, you know, these are 11 year and 12 year olds that are doing six and seven year seven hour practices on Saturdays and Sundays. And again, that was, three hours of defense and then three hours of hitting. Yeah. It's just, well, don't, don't forget too, that you did agility training in the, in the beginning, right? You would do ladder drills, you would do jump roping yeah. uh, and then you would do base running, right? Oh yeah. Just to start the practice, right? And then you get into fundamentals and all that kind of stuff. Um, and that was part of the reason why I resigned from coaching. Cause I, um, I, you know, if, if I was still coaching, I wouldn't have been there to watch you grow into the player you are today, you know, during those practices, I, I, I helped out and it was just awesome to watch you during those practices because they were growing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but it made you tough, right? Do you, do you agree that it kind of made you tough as a as a person? It did. It did, and it it made it like really sink in that it's like what a priority working so like working hard for what you want is. So like nothing's ever given to you; it's always earned. So that all those practices like made me feel like I earned something, right? Yeah, I know, and and those practices weren't easy. So it, yeah. it's to your point is these are super hard practices, fundamentals through and through, and it just made you tougher, right? Right, because um, some girls, I mean, you you hear now like like oh, I just don't want to go to practice because you're just thinking about the whole day and how how it probably will go and like if if people aren't on the same page people could be booting balls and you're going to be running the whole practice maybe it depends on what mood your coach is in like you never know yeah but then like you still gotta go and then but like and what i'm trying to say is like people still show up it's those people that still show up after saying i like i don't want to go but you still show up because you want to do it and you love it right so um i read your door this morning or and it, I just, you know, I walk by your door every once in a while. I don't, I don't know if you know what the, the quote on your door said. What is this quote on your door say? Do you remember? It's from um, Soul Surfer. 
One of yeah. my favorite movies about Bethany Hamilton. Yeah. But I don't remember. I don't, I don't need. I don't need easy. I just need possible. There right. it is. Yep. Yeah. So don't give me easy. Just give me possible. Right. So it kind of reminded me what we're talking about now is that um, what you earned but in, during this tournament, what we're, we're going to talk about, it wasn't easy. No. Possible. Right. There was a. It was possible you had you got the chance to to compete in a championship game, and we'll, we'll get into that. Um, the tournament was called. This is really long. Do you remember? It's, we were off camera, but so do you remember what it was called? It's called. It was called the U Triple SA Elite Select World Fast Pitch Championship. Right. Super long. Yeah. Very new. World Fast Pitch. Championship. So WFC, I think, was the the the, the um the acronym. And um yeah, you triple SA at the time. They were they were around. They were almost similar to ASA, right? It was, it was like ASA, you triple SA, um, triple crown. I think most people that are listening probably understand what triple crown is. Um, but you triple SA, I think there was a move to try to get away from PGF and have that be the national championship. That's why they call it the world championships. Yeah. I don't know why they call it the world because it was just teams from the USA. But anyway, go ahead. But I mean, it, it, I mean, we, we're going to talk about this, but it, it was just the experience of it all that made it seem so much bigger than what PGF was ever like. And was it their first year doing it something like this? Yeah, it was the inaugural, right? We were, and so, um, and and I think, I don't, I'm not sure if we were the only SoCal team. We were one of the, one of the few, Mm -hmm. but all the Batbuster teams, I don't know if you remember all the Batbusters, the 12U, the 14s, the 16s went and the 18s, right? Um, And we'll talk about that at the very end. But, um, and so, you know, I think Stith was, you know, was helping them maybe try to make this a legitimate tournament. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I think it only lasted a couple of years. And then I think it switched over to Alliance. It, it, the same girl, Jamie, mm-hmm. right, started this tournament. And then now she's in charge of the, the Alliance uh, tournament. So same, same concept, right? Um, mm-hmm. So what, so describe why it was different. You just kind of alluded to it. What, so what was different between this tournament mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe a pgf or an asa tournament um so was there there was like a meeting with all the teams mm-hmm. right kind of like how pin trading was mm-hmm. um so we got to meet all the teams um before we started playing but it was very heavily media based so there were lots of cameras, lots of uh, social media, like interviews um, after every game. There probably was like a player of the game that they would pull and interview afterwards. Um, and then the championship game was to be streamed on live television. And that was really cool for um, a 12-year-old like me because I just thought it was some celebrity, basically. Right. Um, and, yeah. and we got to distinguish it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily stream because stream would be 
it, it was actually on national. T- it was like on Fox. Right? Yeah. yeah. It was on Fox TV, like Fox Sports or something like that. Yeah. Uh, which was huge, right? And so everybody back home was watching it. And they're, um, yeah, what I remember, there was, a, there was a female, she would go to the different games and she would interview, like you said, they would interview, you know, the coach, um, they interview players after the game. Um, and then they would have you like take selfies. And then this is back in 2015. When I was 12. So I think hashtags were like just coming out. Right? I don't know if they were like, yeah. so they were like, hey, take take pictures and then, you know, do hashtag, you know, whatever at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't have social media at this time. Right. Yeah. Well, you weren't allowed. So I wasn't um, with the, with the, my team, my teammates would take the pictures, post it with the hashtags and they would post it on their social media. Yeah. Did they ever make fun of you for that? Oh, dad, I was made fun of for like my life, like my whole schooling life that I never had any of this stuff. Like all of high school, I didn't have Snapchat and it was the biggest thing when I was in high school. And I just said, yeah, I don't have it. And guess what? Guess what? What? You're still alive. It didn't kill you. It didn't kill you. <laughs> it didn't kill me. And now at my age now, it's slowly dying out. Yep. So it's kind of weird. That's right. And I only had it for a few years. So That's right. So anyway, so this tournament, um, and a lot of the teams that were in this tournament um, don't go to PGF, right? Because PGF is in Southern California. A lot of those teams are not traveling. Maybe they're... So there was different teams. There was teams that we normally would not play, right? Mm-hmm. We're always playing the same teams, right? And I mean, everyone listening will understand that sometimes you travel and you play teams that are just like a half hour from you, right? <laughs> but you're in a different state. This time, this was different. We went to Kansas City, and we're playing teams like the Birmingham Bolts. Uh, we're playing uh, uh, Texas Glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta Vipers remember that Atlanta Vipers game that was a pretty cool game um so these are this so these are and these and they're these are good teams it wasn't like they're very good teams you know because everyone says oh you know SoCal and and no these are good teams <laughs> right I mean I was always especially with like the southern teams like Texas Oklahoma like they're built different over there. I don't know what it is, but they're just built different and they're taller and they're stronger. And I mean, it, it was just crazy to me, especially yeah. like, especially as I got older, it was yeah. just even more crazy. Yeah. They don't mess around. They don't. Um, so uh, I mentioned Birmingham Bolt. So last week we didn't know who the number two ranked team was. I think number one, number one team was Tennessee Mojo. Again, who we faced in the finals of 10U. The right, second ranked team was the Birmingham Bolts. And then it was us, the Bat Busters. So the Birmingham Bolts were at this tournament. And when we arrived, um, I, get, I think we played two or three scrimmages prior to. It was they, like, they, yeah, because what they did, because PGF does that too, right? You play because they want. If you're gonna travel that 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 distance, they want you to get games in. <laughs> so yeah, you're they, not gonna go all over. You're not. We're not gonna go to Kansas City, play two games, and then leave. Yeah, like that. That would be terrible. Yeah, you're not gonna go. Yeah, you're not gonna travel 2,500 miles and play two games, two and out. Right. So you play these, you know, these scrimmages. So 
our first game was against the Bermuda Bulls. So you get the number two team in the nation versus number three and just a scrimmage game, but not to us. It was not a scrimmage. It was like, Hey, we need to set the tone. We gotta, we gotta show them that we are the number three team in the nation. Right. That, did, that didn't end up happening. We just got pummeled. Um, and so after that, it was, I just remember being so like, I wasn't scared, but it wasn't a great start to a big tournament that we like wanted to win. So that's where we ended up going to practice after our games in the parking lot. Say that. Are you practice? Say that again. I I, I want to. <laughs> what happened? We went and practiced in the parking lot, so we could be better for the next games. So I, I just, I don't remember much about these practices, but I just remember hitting wiffles in the parking lot and we had to wear tennis shoes. Like it was like, like a practice, like live practice. Yeah. And you conditioned, you ran. Oh yeah, we ran. And it was not cold. It was, I don't even, it was so hot. It was, it was nineties maybe hundreds with humidity kind of like if you've been to florida for that espn tournament thing i i personally i hate florida because of the humidity but kansas city was on a whole nother it was on a whole nother level that week i don't know right. what it was. yeah it, it kind of reminds me of the movie miracle when they they played the game and they didn't play very well and then he says you know and then he goes hey get on the line he says and he blows the whistle go and they and they go back and forth. Kind of maybe it was kind of similar to that, right? You guys didn't play very well. I mean, you did. It might have been jet lag. You never know, but you guys didn't play well. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you guys practice in the parking lot. And he's making you condition. Uh, he's not playing around, right? This is. Yep. And it's still uh, no soda in beds, in your beds by nine. Yeah. All the general rules. Basically, no swimming, of course. Right, yeah. Well, the soda thing is going to come into play later, but um, yeah, the, yeah, definitely no soda, no candy, no swimming. It's this is this is a business trip. I think he said that multiple times. It was this is a business. It's always a business trip. I feel like. Right. Um. So uh, there's media, right? You're getting interviewed after games. Um, I don't know if you remember the Atlanta Vipers game. That was a pretty yeah. intense game. Uh, and this was, they were good. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of leading up to some of the games in the, in the tournament now, right? Go ahead. Yeah. I feel like it shouldn't have been so close. Like, yeah. that's the thing I got from that game. It shouldn't have been that close. We well, should. Their, their pitcher was really good. Like, she, she had this really nasty curveball, kind of like you. It was almost, it was almost carbon coffee because you had a really good curveball. And change up, and she had a real good curveball too. And she is big; she was a big girl. Yeah. She's really tall. Um, but we ended up winning one nothing off a blooper behind first base. Yep, a little duck fart over the first baseman. That was the crazy. Little, I, I've never seen M be so excited in her life. Like that's yeah. that's the most emotion I've seen her have in my whole entire life. Yeah, and it was weird because it was zero to zero. And I think it might have been 
ITB or X Rains or maybe the last inning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she hits a little blooper and I forget who was on second. I think it was Rubio. Might have been. She scores. She scores. And you guys were like all looking at each other like, did we just win? Like, I don't know what happened. You guys are just like in shock. And then all of a sudden, well, because that was. That was like a quarterfinal game or something? Was it? Yeah, it was like second round. So it was it was pretty close because then quarterfinals is that next game against uh, the Birmingham Bulls. Yes. Yes. So it, it I mean that had a, that had made us play the Birmingham Bulls. Okay. Yeah. So it was a big game. It was zero zero. You know, luckily we had the last at bats and we we were able to manufacture runs. Because that's what we were known for, right? Manufacturing runs, right? Any way possible. I mean, if you can get it done, then you can get it done. But maybe a little earlier in the game would be nice. That would be nice, yeah. But you guys were known for that. You guys <laughs> were known for not scoring a whole lot of runs. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it was great, too, to see Emway get interviewed, right? Yeah. Right, because she was, you know, she was, just, she was a, a role player. She didn't. She wasn't like flashy. She just did her job. She just kicked butt. I mean, yeah, we talked about leadership last last episode. And I mentioned like the quiet leaders that do it from their like performance. And you just like feel it from how they work and how they perform. And that was that was Emily for sure. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to have her see her get an interview. That was really cool. Um, Yeah, because most of the time, most of the time it's going to be the pitcher or you know, somebody who had to, you know, and that's the big hit. That was the big hit of the game, which was a, a duck part of the first yeah. Those are the ones that get you. I mean, it gets, it gets my team right now all the time. And sometimes yeah. uncontrollable. Like it just, it drops where it drops and like everyone's giving full effort to go get it, but it just drops. Those are, yeah, those are impossible sometimes. Yeah. Even, I mean, I know you guys, yeah. The last time I saw you guys practice, you guys were even practicing that. And still, it's just... <laughs> it's just... Crazy. Yeah. Um, so that game put us in the quarters against the okay. number two team in the nation, Birmingham Bolts. A little rematch of our first game. And they were coming in pretty confident, right? They're the number two in the nation. This is a quarterfinal team. We just beat the Bathbusters. And again, that that first game, I think we lost seven to one or eight to one it was it was not good it was pretty bad um i mean he yanked you i think after the second inning he just said screw this and he just yanked you um but yeah go ahead quarter, yeah but uh the quarterfinal game was exciting we talked about 10 you i don't know if you remember 10 you we talked about um the excitement around um impact goal the parents and how the parents got into it. Well, we got into, again, we huddled around and we're like, we got to cheer these girls on. This is it. So like every play we were just hooting and hollering and cheering. And, and then you may not remember the game, but you know, it really no. we just, you know, Bella Garcia had a, a crucial two run, you know, I think it was second, third. She had a crucial double in the gap and uh, it just, we were just going, Crazy! They made it like six to two, so and we just felt real good because you're you're you're. I mean, at this point, you're just you're dialing, you're dialed in as far as pitching. It's like 
if if we scored three runs, we knew we were going to win. We yeah. just knew. like three or more runs. It's like the game's over, right? Because you were you were pitching really well at this time. Your curveballs on fire. I think your your screwball. I think we started. I think you started implementing the screwball a lot more, and then your change was was still nasty. So that takes us to the semifinals against. Do you remember who you played? No, the only really thing I remember about the semifinals is I started getting blisters on my fingers mm-hmm. from pitching so much, and I didn't know what to do. And I remember, or mom remembered that my pitching coach, Susie, always said like to put super glue on the blisters or second skin or something like that. Right. So she went to the store and got some. And I remember feeling like this does not feel right. So I took it off. (laughs) I just kept pitching with the blisters. I didn't care. Right. It's like, I'm a big feel pitcher. So if it doesn't feel right cut it out right and there was just this this big bump on my my finger from right. the glue whatever and i started pitching with it and i said nope take it off couldn't do it right i think it was texas glory was it yeah but yeah you're you're doing well um however this game you weren't doing i mean you gave up two runs but it it, it just felt like you know, I think we got away with uh, certain things that you weren't pitching. Real, I mean, you're just exhausted. You you pitched so many games at this point. Yeah. Um, but we're up three to two. Um, they have a girl on second. And you don't remember all this, right? It's all probably big blur. So I don't remember all of this. Well, that's good because now I can. You can yeah. tell. Them. So okay. they had a runner on second. We're up three to two. Uh, they, this is, um, they are the home team. So this is bottom of seven, mm-hmm. but she hits a single. With the runner on second? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Who was right field again? Rubio? It was either Mia or Rubio. Rubio, right? So she rounds second, throws it home and we tag her out and the game's over. You don't remember that? the runner that hit the single the runner on second was trying to score so and it, was one of those, it was one of those short singles in the right field and Rubio threw her out and Caitlin tagged her out and we were going back. we're going to the ship because we're going to the ship right yeah. and we're going to this stadium that it's all turf right you know it's just you know, so we're going, to, we're going to the ship. So it was just, uh, you know, a really g- great feeling. The parents are going crazy. We're yelling FSU, FSU, right? FSU. We're in trouble for that. We yeah. and we'll talk about that in, in just a second. Um, but yeah, we get to the national, we get to the world championship. This is the inaugural. So we're the first game, right? 12 U. We're the first game. And cameras everywhere. Cameras everywhere. I mean, cameras were center field. Both both sides behind the plate. They were announcers. On, they were on the field while I'm warming up. Like the the camera is at my feet while I'm trying to do my walk-ins to warm up. Yeah. You know how hard it is not to look into the camera. 
Yeah. And at 12 years old. I think what I'll do is in the show notes, I'll, I'll put in a link to the, to the, yeah. to the in case you think if people Game want to on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cameras everywhere. Um, and, uh, quite, uh, it's funny cause not as funny, but all bat busters were in the finals, right? 12, 14 and 14 is, I don't know if you remember both the second year 14s and the first year 14s play each other. That's how good the 14s were. <laughs> and again, if some of you guys don't know the, the, the first year 14s, um, there's probably three or four girls from that team that are on Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there's one girl from our team that ends up going to Oklahoma. So, so the Batbusters are a pretty good organization. 16, you, you don't hear much about 16s and Batbusters, but they were there. And then they, uh, Stiff and his 18s were there too in the finals. Um, coincidentally, we win all of them. <laughs> yeah. The we still have the Batbusters won every single championship. Yeah. Um, including ours, right? We play, um, Georgia Impact. Very good team. Very good. Big right. girls. The big girls. Good pitcher. Uh, the catcher. Kind of, I forgot her name, but she's. God, um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't want to disrespect her because she was good. You uh, know more than I do. The last thing I know, they're Williams, but. Uh, yeah. But they're your uh, sisters. Ellie. Ellie was her name. They're sisters on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they were good. Um, they were coming in, they were playing well too. Their picture was playing, you know, so this was going to be. Do you a, remember, do you remember the first inning where she hit a double off the wall? I do. Yeah. Cause you got mad at me one time. Cause I, I introduced you to her. I go, Hey, Lace, you remember this is the girl that hit a double off you and you got pissed well, off. Why would you, yeah. Why would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm your dad. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. So great game, right? Um, close. Uh, I think they scored first, and then we scored. And made it, we made it two to one. And it was two. And you know, again, Emily, quiet hero, right? She still second. She sees that there's nobody on third, so she runs the third pass ball, and we score and make it two to one. So because of her base running, and and we worked on base running all the time, right? Wasn't that something that we focused on yeah i mean aggressive aggressive base running is very crucial especially with young teams i feel like because i mean some people aren't paying attention right most and she, people aren't and they weren't and she and she took advantage of that she she ended up taking a couple of bases it's just free like that um and then, you know, and the parents are yelling FSU. And I don't know if you want to say what FSU meant. Well, we got in trouble, right? Uh, the higher Baptists came by and told the parents, don't say that anymore. <laughs> well, because it was being streamed on live television and you're telling a bunch of 12-year-olds FSU. Yeah. But so, we didn't care. No, we just, because we had that attitude. We had that Ronda Rousey attitude. We're going to, we're going to FS and we're going to FSU. We're going to. Uh, F it up. We're going to F S up, right? Yep. Um, so super exciting. Um, what do you remember? What pitch you threw to end the game? Change up. 
Yep. <laughs> you just ground ball to Bella. Bella out. You got tackled, right? This is kind of the first yep. time, you know. I didn't know what to do. So first thing I do is like, well, because I'm watching Bella make the play. Yeah. So I'm already turned around. Yeah. Usually the pitcher goes towards the catcher, apparently. And I, I'm already turned that way. And the first person I see is Dez at shortstop. So first person I, is that comes running at me is Dez. And Kaylin comes like tackles me behind me. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, my first dog pile ever. First dog pile ever. It's pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You got a player of the game, right? Mm-hmm. You got the big trophy, the big trophy ceremony at the end. Pretty cool stuff, right? And then post game interview. Oh, that's right. There was a post game interview. They interviewed you. That. They interviewed Lex, Kaylin. No, remember on the TV one, the individual yeah. one? Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, you shouldn't have said that. Did I say, I don't remember what you said, but. No, because I said, um, what did I say? She asked me a question. And then I said, you know, like, this is just the beginning. Now we have PGF coming up in a few weeks and we're getting ready for that. And you're like, you shouldn't have mentioned PGF. Oh. Because they're trying to outdo PGF or something. Oh. And I was like, well, too bad. I don't care. <laughs> we want a PGF. Yeah. So anyway, so we get back to the hotel, right? We're celebrating. <laughs> and this is where soda comes into play. So. Parents are celebrating as we. I mean, mind you, they know. celebrated every single day. Right. This is extra. We extra. I like. I smoked a cigar. Like I don't smoke cigars, and I smoke cigars <laughs> at night. Um, and uh, we celebrated. Right. We always celebrated in the lobby, typically, but this time we celebrated out by the pool. Mm-hmm. What were you guys doing? So while the parents were out and about doing their own thing, of course, the girls had to out- celebrate on their own. So we went down to the kind of where they serve breakfast and we got a bunch of cups and there was a soda machine, like free rain for anyone to take it. So we got all these cups and I swear, like my whole team was holding at least like two or three cups of soda, different sodas, like Mountain Dew, Diet Coke, Dr. Pepper, Sprite, Fanta, any soda you can think of. And we went back up to one person's room and we took the side tables on the, by the beds in the hotel room and we put it together and we set up little triangles with our, um, with our soda cups. And what were those triangles for? Soda pong. Soda pong. Okay. Yeah. Soda pong. So, and then someone had Skittles or like we got Skittles from downstairs and we would throw the Skittles into the soda cups and. Um, I don't remember how much soda I drank that day, but it was a lot. It was probably the first time you drank soda in probably years. Well, I mean, I'm, probably, I'm sure you had a couple sodas here and there, but. I mean, you would always be like on special occasions. Yeah, sure. But any other time was no soda. Yeah. But we won. So free reign. So who cares? We're, this is our time. And it's like, right. because now I'm in college and that just makes me laugh really, really hard. So, long. and well, we thought we were the coolest people ever. You were, well, you were. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so next week we're going to get into PGF. This is, we're still in second year 12. The reason why we're sticking with 
12 so long because just because of that because of that tournament and and the relationship of the parents we just had a really tight-knit relationship and we're going to get into after pgf and what happens um but it's just you know these girls have been together since 10 u you know a majority of these girls have been practicing together for four seasons now right second year 10 first year 12 second year 12 so it's just like and then some of these girls were even first year 10s right i think it's probably four of the girls so so four seasons you guys have been playing together competing at a really high level we're gonna get into pgf which is you know the creme de la creme of tournaments and um and how that ends up um go ahead yeah. I I I would have gotten into more like mental stuff if this tournament because I did pitch every single game the whole yeah. week, but I just don't remember. Like it, like I think at twelve you're not really thinking too much about that. You're just going out there and doing what you know how to do. So, but I knew like going back to like the working hard. I knew that I worked hard enough to get to where whatever place that was like I knew I could pitch two or three games in a day if I really needed to for my team and and it ended up being successful so I don't I don't really remember the mental aspects that I had I just remember being physically prepared because of all the hard work that we put in and just going out and doing it really yeah as a father your mental stuff kind of comes in a little later when you know you you will get into you know changing teams and recruiting that that becomes more yeah good. yeah this is i think you were in you're on a good team and, and and when i coached i always when i when we practiced i always wanted them to practice harder than they would in a in a, re, in a regular game right then the game just comes easier it just comes natural and that's where you guys were we talked about it early in the in the episode your practices were growing, but then you got into a game and the games are hour and a half. Yeah. Like, hour and a half. This is no big deal. <laughs> we, we, we run six hours straight and now you're doing an hour and a half. So like it, it wasn't a big deal, uh, which is cool. And that's kind of where your mentality came from. It's like work hard, do the fundamentals, practice as hard as you can. And then when the game comes, it just, it's just, it's go time and have fun. Right. Right. Yep. To just go back and not uh, think about anything when I pitch, just it's crazy to even think that I was even at that stage because now I just can't even stop thinking about things. The coin goes 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll get into PGF next week and then we're starting to get into camps now. So the colleges can look at us again. She's only 12, but we're getting in, in front of colleges at this point for some reason. Oh, you know, I know why, because they were recruiting girls in 14s. Yeah. I remember my, the, the day that, um, I heard a catcher committed to Florida at his, um, at in sixth grade. That's right. I remember that. Like, I remember telling my friends at school, I'm like, I don't. I I wouldn't be able to make that decision right now. Right. Like, how am I supposed to know where I'm going to go to school in? <laughs> in eight years. 
Okay, those of you that are not going to watch the YouTube video, she was counting on her fingers <laughs> how many years it was. <laughs> I don't think she's good at math. I'm a psych major, okay? Yep. So, all right, Lace, got to go. Um, I love you. Love you. And we'll catch you on the other side.